0: Today I want to talk about more about what that looks like when you get that face-to-face meeting and the couple options um, of how to handle that situation.
1: Welcome to Beyond Clean with Jim, a podcast that brings to you on your schedule and your environment current and relative conversations on subjects that impact you. The individuals in the cleaning industry who save lives every day. Beyond Clean with Jim is streaming to you through Podbeam from their studios inside Jim Supply in Central Florida. From their six locations, Jim Supply has been improving lives with Clean Supply since 1930. Check out our options today for education, product, and equipment at GymSupply.net. Check out the seven pillars of the Gym difference. At Jim, we are not just another vendor, we are your partner. Now let's join your host, Dave Thompson, as he talks with yet another influencer in the cleaning industry here on Beyond Clean with Jim. Hello, everyone. This is Dave Thompson. I am your host here on this podcast. I am also the director of the Academy of Cleaning Excellence. And uh, you may have heard some of our previous uh, podcast here lately. We've been talking about facilities management in school districts, uh, it seems like. We'll get to some other uh, different facilities uh, uh, eventually with uh, some of our guests, but Mike Ward was gracious enough to be on a, a previous podcast and we're going to tap him again for a little bit more insight. Communication was his big thing on the agenda. So Mike, what's on our, uh, what's on our podcast agenda for today? Not communication again.
0: Well, kind of, but not really. So, um, a different part of that communication so um, we talked about the last time about putting a survey together where you can get feedback and communication from your building principal or site supervisor um, today I want to talk about more about what that looks like when you get that face-to-face meeting and the couple options um, of how to handle that situation
1: well I'd say, uh, let's tell everybody if they haven't listened to the podcast before, um, uh, where you're from and why you're, why they're listening to you today and then just get right into it. And I'm sure they've, they've heard enough of me. They don't want to hear me. They want to hear you.
0: So, uh, I've been doing this for 31 years. Um, uh, I've, uh, that's more than half my life now that I just think of that. So, uh, You know, I've predominantly been in custodial and more recently I've uh, taken on a role where I'm over maintenance and field services grounds, um, which is kind of new to me because I haven't been over that in particular, but I've been around it for, like I said, 31 years. So I kind of know how things work. And at the end of the day, it's about, you know, communication, building relationships, um, knowing people, knowing what people want and being able to deliver it for our students and staff. So it's pretty much that simple. Um, I did talk about, um, you know, that survey again and how you can, you know, use that survey prior to your face-to-face meeting with the principal. So I like to do a short and I stress the word short. You don't want no long survey Um, just to kind of get a feel for the temperature of your principal or building manager to just see how they're feeling about what service we provide to them, and then what I need to do to give them the information to understand what we do and how we do it and, you know, those types of things. So so I've had it happen where I've set up uh, those meetings, and it's been kind of um, two ways it works out. Sometimes I just go in, um, kind of share with them you know what we do is a, an overview, I guess you would say, of the department. What we do, the specific trades. Um, a lot of times, I'll take people from our trades with me to these meetings. I might take a plumber, a grounds tech, or whatever, especially if there's some concern with you know our level of service there, so they can explain to the principal face to face, kind of what we do and how frequently we do things. Um, so you know, um, I think I talked to my last podcast about one of the questions being you know how would you rate our work order system and you know when i got in there the principal you know he rated it as needs improvement you know his knowledge of it and then when i got in there after two clicks i showed him how easy it was to get on and get real-time information and he was like oh this is easy this is great and he just totally changed his uh view of it and he was super happy about it and um so anyway, when I get in there with the principals, um, again, I give them the overview of the department and then, you know, a quick update on the um, work order system. And then I share with them what I keep as a spreadsheet, um, which is not anything amazing. It's just um, it's important that they understand that we know, you know, we really care and know what's going on in their building. So I show them there. So I have a tab for each building, and I show them. You know, here's the tab for your building under custodial. We have this going on. I know you have one uh, nighttime vacancy. We've interviewed for that position. Um, our status is we're waiting on the background check. Then maintenance. Uh, we know that we're having problems with a you know HVAC unit in the 100 wing. The parts are on order. Da da da. Um, grounds. Um, we know we've got some potholes in the parking lot. We will be working on those this summer, you know, and then building improvements and then upcoming projects like in the summer, capital improvement projects and those types of things. And this is where that conversation really starts heating up a little bit because what happens is they start telling me things about the building that they're concerned about that maybe we don't even know about. I was just in a meeting with a principal last week and she was telling me about the wall that divided the cafeteria and the gym and she's like oh yeah this wall's bowing and it's off track and da 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 and I uh, we went and looked at it I was like oh my gosh uh, I wish we would have known this sooner so um so it's just it opens up that dialogue and then you know Then again, I go back to, we start building relationship through these conversations. Um, And then another way that I do these meetings, um, sometimes I won't use surveys. I'll just set up a meeting and we'll do a building walk with the principal. I'll have the principal, um, one plumber, one electrician, one carpenter, an HVAC tech, and of course the head custodian, and we just walk the building We review what open work orders there are um, and those types of things. But man, when you walk the building with the principal and they start pointing out things and then you point out things to them, they're like, wow, you guys are definitely professionals. You've got your act together. And the whole aura just changes. Uh, And uh, naturally, once you're done with whichever platform you use, whether that's in person, just a meeting after a survey or a walk or a combination of both, Um, the most important part is when you identify things need to be done, you have to communicate back with them, the status of those things. That's where you can fail in those two situations. If you just do those, you know, say you're going to take care of these things or point out things and they, nothing changes, then you wasted your time. So it's real important. So
1: so it's, it's like you, you have meetings and from what you've explained uh, today is that Mike, it's, it's a one-on-one meetings that ultimately need to result in a personal walkthrough um every time or
0: could it could um and sometimes a lot of times dave it's it's the age of the building uh believe it or not the newer buildings we get a lot of situations because things that were not done correctly are missed and it's the older buildings the building's been there about 10 to 20 years, it's usually not as bad, but those new buildings and older buildings seem to resonate a lot of uh, discussions of things that need to be repaired and fixed. So So
1: you think that's because uh, as a new building, everybody expects everything to be perfect and it's all the nitpicky little things. Oh yeah,
0: for sure. For sure. (laughs) And, and and to be honest, there's some shoddy work that, you know, we, we got to make sure we get that repaired within the warranty timeframe or we're stuck with it. So, we're going to make so then sure.
1: you have the other side of that flip coin that it's been neglected?
0: Right. It can be, yes, for years. So, yeah, we see that all the time. But I, I don't think a lot of those things really come to fruition if you don't ha- take that time to at least once a year. I recommend doing that this. this ain't something we do a lot. We just do it once a year, um, unless the principal wants to do it more, um, that come to light. When you spend that half hour to an hour, um, it just changes the game.
1: So then I have to ask a question, Mike. Is a half an hour to an hour enough whenever you're talking about recognizing things that need to be looked at?
0: Usually, especially the elementaries, for sure. Um, and and even sometimes at the middle schools, um, because believe me, when you go, they know what they want to show you. They're not, they're not like waiting for you to point it out to them. They're ready to point it out to you. So, um, and what's cool is when we can point out things to them that they don't realize. And so, um, so yeah. And you know, there's been times it's taken a couple hours. There's been a few times it's taken like a half a day. And a lot of that depends on the principal too. Sometimes you have principals that just want to get through it and other principals that really care and they want to understand every aspect of their school, from the students all the way to the nuts and bolts that hold it together.
1: So, so the personal meetings work along with communication. So would you say that these are uh, hand in glove or these are one, two, three, how, how would you, you know, to, to somebody that's new, like you, that's just getting started. What would you say that the importance levels would be?
0: I'd say it's very high, very high. Because if you don't know your customer, you're, you're in trouble, whether they're good or bad, it doesn't matter. You still got to know what makes them tick. And if you don't take the time to get to know them and it's working great for me, cause like I'm new to this district I'm at now. So I don't know these people at all. And you hear people firing off names and you're like, okay, who's that? What building are they at? I mean, <laughs> this is like speaking in Chinese or something. I I just don't know what they're saying. So it's been a huge help for me. And uh, so, yeah.
1: You know, folks that, you know, every time that we do a podcast, you know, the, yeah, I might wonder, why do I need to listen to a podcast? Well, if you're, if, you know, this is something new, like Micah's saying here to you, what what would you also say to a seasoned facilities manager that may be listening to the podcast? Do you think this has the same importance level to them as to you because you're new?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, just real quick, back to the surveys. Um, So if you're truly trying to improve your relationships with your schools, whether you've been doing this for a year or 20 years, um, one of the ways you can rate your surveys, um, you know, I've used, I usually use, you know, excellent, good, fair, needs improvement. Um, but you can do a one through five with five being the best. So when you have your yearly meeting with that principal, let's say you've been doing this for, you know, 15, 20 years, and one of your categories is rated a three and, you know, it's not great. It's kind of in the middle. So then I can say to the principal, what do I need to do to get this to a four or five? What are we missing here that we're not getting this at a higher level? And again, that has no bearing on how long a facilities or maintenance manager has been in a job there's always room for improvement and you know another thing that happens Dave is principles change so I one was pr- just thinking that that's, yeah.
1: that's what I was going to say Mike is you know what I'll bet you that that uh, facility manager listening to this says gosh you have no idea how many uh principles I've trained
0: oh yeah absolutely I mean you look at a big school district like Denver public schools when I work there I mean man, good luck knowing 175 principals, you know, so.
1: And how often do those principals change in, in a given year?
0: A lot, a lot. And, and, you know, something else that happens, you know, and like right now I'm in the Columbus, Ohio area. A lot of times principals from the Columbus public schools will come to other school districts, you know, the suburbs of Columbus, and they'll move back and forth, uh, you know, from school districts. So, you know, it's it's a oh, weird dynamic. A
1: you know, and, and you know, I was just thinking, you know, you know, here at the Academy, we're all about learning and education. And, you know, I wrote a piece here and I said, you know, it's like a consumable. Uh, it's used all the time, needed all the time and ever changing.
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: And and that's what you're saying here today on this podcast is that, you know, we're, we're always constantly doing this. This isn't a one and done thing.
0: Yep. And you're never done with customer service. And if you think you are, you're making a mistake.
1: So, folks, I've got a feeling that the next time that we have Mike on the air with us talking about facility maintenance, customer service might be a topic of consideration. Absolutely. We'll have to find out because I'm sure you'll come back again, Mike.
0: Oh, yeah, if you're nice to me. No I'm <laughs>
1: well, folks, I guess I've got to be nice to my board, or he's not going to come back. So, hopefully, you learned something today, folks. Uh, we appreciate your time, Mike. Any uh, parting words before we end this podcast?
0: Nope. Just uh, keep your chin up and give your best every day. You'll never go wrong if you do that,
1: folks. You may have heard before, um, Mike uh, has been doing this as some time. He was born in the Ohio area, uh, not too far from where you're you're currently at, from what I understand. That's correct. And so, you know, what we always say here on the podcast, folks, is it's not exactly where you were born. We all have to start somewhere. It's not actually where you're going to end up, because we don't know where that is yet. It's the journey in between. Our advice is make sure that journey is healthy, positive, and proactive, and until we talk again, Make sure that you can follow those words. Mike, it's been great having you on the show again, and we look forward to the next one. Maybe, maybe, (laughs) folks, it might be customer service, but we don't know yet.
0: (laughs) Thanks, Dave.